Hi, everybody. Welcome to 2ZQ Hot Takes, where we discuss issues both big and small. I am your host, the very handsome Tim Kirk, and today I'll be talking about cognitive biases. I'm going to start off by being facetious and say, sometimes you'll find yourself agreeing with a statement such as, I need to take my pill. Yes, you do. And your agreement is a result of a number of biases at work. Well, joking aside, Better Humans posted an article by Barry Reitholtz, a cognitive bias cheat sheet, if you will, which is an in-depth catalog or cognitive bias codex with dozens upon dozens of individual biases broken down into four quadrants of memory, meaning, information overload, and need for speed. Kendra Cherry, in a post on Very Well Mind, on the subject of cognitive bias versus logical fallacy, wrote, People sometimes confuse cognitive biases with logical fallacies, but the two are not the same. A logical fallacy stems from an error in a logical argument, while a cognitive bias is rooted in thought processing errors often arising from problems with memory, attention, attribution, and other mental mistakes. Ms. Cherry goes on to say, Cognitive bias is a systematic error in thinking that affects the decisions and judgments that people make. Some of these biases are related to memory. The way you remember an event may be biased for a number of reasons, and that in turn can lead to biased thinking and decision-making. Other cognitive biases might be related to problems with attention. Since attention is a limited resource, people have to be selective about what they pay attention to in the world around them. Because of this, subtle biases can creep in and influence the way you see and think about the world. As previously mentioned, a cognitive bias is a type of error in thinking that occurs when people are processing and interpreting information in the world around them. The human brain is powerful but subject to limitations. Cognitive biases are often a result of your brain's attempt to simplify information processing. They are rules of thumb that help you make sense of the world and reach decisions with relative speed. When you are making judgments and decisions about the world around you, you like to think that you are objective, logical, and capable of taking in and evaluating all the information that is available to you. Unfortunately, these biases sometimes trip us up, leading to poor decisions and bad judgments. If you had to think about every possible option when making a decision, it would probably take a lot of time to make even the simplest choice. Because of the sheer complexity of the world around you and the amount of information in the environment, it is necessary sometimes to rely on some mental shortcuts that allow you to act quickly. Cognitive biases can be caused by a number of different things, but it is these mental shortcuts, known as heuristics, that often play a major contributing role. While they can often be surprisingly accurate, they can also lead to errors in thinking. Social pressures, individual motivations, emotions, and limits on the mind's ability to process information can also contribute to these biases. These biases are not necessarily all bad, however. Psychologists believe that many of these biases serve an adaptive purpose. They allow us to reach decisions quickly. This can be vital if we are facing a dangerous or threatening situation. 
The following is a list of a few of the most common types of cognitive biases that can distort your thinking. Confirmation bias. This is favoring information that conforms to your existing beliefs and discounting evidence that does not conform. Availability heuristic. This is placing greater value on information that comes to your mind quickly. You give greater credence to this information and tend to overestimate the probability and likelihood of similar things happening in the future. The halo effect. Your overall impression of a person influences how you feel and think about his or her character. This especially applies to physical attractiveness influencing how you rate their other qualities. Self-serving bias. This is the tendency to blame external forces when bad things happen and give yourself credit when good things happen. When you win a poker hand, it is due to your skill at reading the other players and knowing the odds. When you lose, it is due to getting dealt a poor hand. Attentional bias. This is the tendency to pay attention to some things while simultaneously ignoring others. When making a decision on which car to buy, you may pay attention to the look and feel of the exterior and interior, but ignore the safety record and gas mileage. The actor-observer bias. This is the tendency to attribute your own actions to external causes while attributing other people's behaviors to internal causes. You attribute your high cholesterol level to genetics while you consider others to have a high level due to poor diet and lack of exercise. Functional fixedness. This is the tendency to see objects as only working in a particular way. If you don't have a hammer, you never consider that a big wrench can also be used to drive a nail into a wall. You may think you don't need thumbtacks because you have no corkboard on which to tack things, but not consider their other uses. This could extend to people's functions, such as not realizing a personal assistant has skills to be in a leadership role. Anchoring bias. This is a tendency to rely too heavily on the very first piece of information you learn. If you learn the average price for a car is a certain value, you will think any amount below that is a good deal, perhaps not searching for better deals. You can use this bias to set the expectations of others by putting the first information on the table for consideration. The misinformation effect. This is the tendency for post-event information to interfere with the memory of the original event. It is easy to have your memory influenced by what you hear about the event from others. Knowledge of this effect has led to a mistrust of eyewitness information. False consensus effect. This is the tendency to overestimate how much other people agree with you. The optimism bias. This bias leads you to believe that you are less likely to suffer from misfortune and more likely to attain success than your peers. And from the social talent blog, there are types of unconscious bias. How many decisions have you made today? 5, 10, 15? Chances are you won't be able to put an exact figure on it. That's because we make countless decisions every day without even realizing it. The decisions about me, the content, and the answers to all of these questions are influenced heavily by something researchers refer to as unconscious bias. Okay, so what is unconscious bias and why is it influencing my decisions so much? Well, simply put, bias is an inclination or prejudice for or against one person or group. In other words, Unconscious bias are unconscious feelings we have towards other people. Unconscious feelings that play a strong part in influencing our judgment of certain people and groups away from being balanced or even-handed in many different areas of life.
Most of us believe that we are ethical and unbiased, but more than two decades of research confirms that, in reality, most of us fall woefully short of our inflated self-perception. Yes, in reality, our biases affect us and our decision-making process in a number of different ways. Our perception, how we see people and perceive reality, our attitude, how we react towards certain people, our behaviors, how receptive and friendly we are towards certain people, our attention, which aspects of a person we pay most attention to, our listening skills, how much we actively listen to what certain people say, our micro-affirmations, how much or how little we comfort certain people in certain situations, which largely reflects Kendra Cherry's comments. So, there is a great deal of evidential overlap in studies around cognitive and unconscious biases. By acknowledging the different types of unconscious bias, we can start to address them. Conformity bias. Based on a famous study that's been around for decades, conformity bias relates to the bias caused by group peer pressure, a phenomenon that occurs in 75% of cases. Beauty bias. This is the view that we tend to think that the most handsome individual will be the most successful. But this can also play out in terms of other physical attributes a person may have. For example, while 60% of CEOs in the U.S. are over 6 foot, only 15% of the total population is over 6 foot tall. And while 36% of U.S. CEOs are over 6.2 feet, only 4% of the U.S. population is over 6.2 feet tall. So again, this shows some bias in terms of how we perceive a CEO should look like. Affinity bias. Affinity bias occurs when we see someone we feel we have an affinity with, that is, we attended the same college, we grew up in the same town, or they remind us of someone we know and like. The horns effect is the direct opposite of the halo effect. The horns effect is when we see one bad thing about a person and we let it cloud our opinions of their other attributes. For example, we might be put off by the fact that they speak slowly because their unconscious bias has caused us to assume that someone who speaks slowly is unintelligent. If we assume they're unintelligent, everything they say or do will be clouded by our judgment. Similarity bias. Naturally, we want to surround ourselves with people we feel are similar to us, and as a result, we tend to want to work more with people who are like us. The contrast effect. We judge whether or not the person in front of us did as well as the person that came before them, when really the only thing that we should be comparing are the skills and attribute each individual has to the skills and attributes required for the job, not those the person that came directly before them. Attribution bias. When we do something well, we tend to think it's down to our own merit and personality. When we do something badly, we tend to believe that our failing is down to external factors like other people that adversely affected us and prevented us from doing our best. When it comes to other people, we tend to think the opposite. If someone has done something well, we consider them lucky. And if they have done something badly, we tend to think it's due to their personality or bad behavior. This all leads me to the same conclusion. We're only human. Us and everyone around us. We're just people and we all make biased decisions all day, every day. I think we should try to recognize that, hold an unflattering mirror up to ourselves once in a while, and give each other a break here and there. Thanks for listening. See you next time, and as the kitties say, peace out. Thank you.